Spark your entrepreneurial pursuits with our guests' best-kept secrets for growing their business and healthcare practices. Get the how-tos that host How Out PR uses to win record sales for business owners and managers. This is BusinessWorks. Malcolm Forbes once said, Failure is success. If we learn from it. Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar, your host, and are going to be talking today about working from home, because so many of us are, and about the business lessons that we learned from this whole virus situation and all of the pandemic, pandemonium stuff that's going on. Businesses have suffered, there's no doubt about it, but we can learn from it. So failure, again, is success if we can learn from it. And this is an opportunity. You may want to grab a pen or pencil and piece of paper and uh, have it ready to jot some notes down. And the first one you can make is my, my email address. If you have any questions about anything we talk about today, please don't hesitate to send an email to me, Hal, H-A-L, at businessworks, with an S on the end, dot us uh, in the subject line put 941 so that i know it came from this particular uh, program so we're going to be talking first about boosting productivity while working from home and i'm t- i'm borrowing some information today from uh, amac which is the uh, association for mature american citizens that's a competitor of aarp And uh, it is a big-time organization, many thousands of members uh, across the country. And they put out a small business solutions newsletter for those of you who might be interested. And believe me, the newsletter alone is pretty much worth the whole whatever it is, 12, 15 bucks a year to what I'm not sure what it is, but it's minimal in order to be a member of AMAC, A-M-A-C. So you might want to check that out. Anyway, boosting productivity while working from home. There's a lot of buzz about this lately, uh, this whole working remotely um, during this coronavirus period. Working from home certainly is not a new thing. In fact, three years ago, FlexJobs reported about 4 million U.S. employees worked from home at least half of the time. By this time, we all know remote work boosts productivity, it increases employee morale, and it fosters both mental and physical wellness. And I can attest to that because I have worked from home now for more years than most of you are old. And um, I, I love it. I spent the beginning of my life after graduate school and all that working in um, a big city with all kinds of big city surroundings, and I hated it. And then I ended up going into uh, professorships and teaching in classrooms, and that was a step up because I still had a little home office in addition to going back and forth there. But when I really settled my mind and gained uh, a better perspective for myself was when I started a home office and working from home and I've been doing that now um, 30 years or more, I think, and I, I, it, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. About 28% of the U.S. workforce was forced to work at home because of the COVID-19. According to a recent survey, this is from T-Sheets by QuickBooks, and 
for around 40% of those uh, people, remote working was a new and not necessarily a smooth experience. And I can say that it, the very beginning period when I first started working home, I think the problem I had was I was distracted so often. Things uh, outside the home, <laughs> noises, uh, creatures, all kinds of things, it, it, it would consume me. I would get up to look, and pretty soon I'd be out in the yard doing something instead of um, back at the desk. It took a little while to make that adjustment. Once I did, it was great, and I, and I swear by it, and I would recommend it for anyone to give it a shot. Um, the, so the 40% of these people uh, that responded to the survey that I just mentioned um, say that they're working fewer hours per week from home. Uh, of course, most say they're working between 1 and 10 fewer hours. And on the other hand, 28% are working from home because of COVID-19, and they say they're working a lot more. 33% say that they're putting in 16 more hours per week. Now, there's a big difference between salaried employees who say their work hours haven't changed and hourly workers, 48% of whom are working fewer hours a week. So, you know, I'm not a big fan of trusting numbers on surveys of any kind, uh, election polls to uh, detailed scientific material. I'm, I'm just learned to be doubtful in my old age. But if your staff's productivity seems to be lagging, let's say you have your business and you have a staff working for you, if the productivity seems to be lagging or if yours is, here's some advice about how you and how they might set up a more productive work environment from home. And that is to start with a dedicated workspace. Even the best of us can get distracted when working from home, as I just kind of mentioned. If possible, encourage people who are working for you who need to do this to create a dedicated workspace. According to another survey, I'm probably not going to talk about any more surveys here in a minute, but apparently 57% of respondents did not have a dedicated workspace in their homes or had to create room for another household member. And 55% of workers say they struggle with personal distractions throughout the day. Well, that was me, as I just referred to earlier when I started. You can understand why productivity is lagging when 28% of workers have to work from their living rooms. Now, others have carved out space in their bedrooms. I advise against that. I think from my experience, that is not ever a good thing. And in fact, I've had people in... Uh, um, growth and development groups that I've run that I've ended up having them put caution tape all the way around the door frame of the bedrooms and not enter there with any business issues ever. Um, and, and that's been very helpful to a lot of people. Uh, guest bedrooms, that's a little different. You know, if you don't have a guest, obviously, that's, that becomes a good place to go hide out if you have one. Uh, it says on this article, or the kitchen table, but I also advise against that. I think anytime you can avoid putting yourself in the mainstream of traffic of your home, um, it's better. So if you can work from the garage or a, a, another or storage room, um, you know, maybe there is a room somewhere in your living room that you can kind of carve out a little corner. Sometimes you need a physical reminder that you're actually going to work. So creating a dedicated workspace helps provide that break 
Um, even if a whole room's not available, try to set aside part of a room or just a table that's used for work, you know. Um, surround the space with a few things that tell your brain this is the place for work. So a few, I underscore. Don't, don't uh, load up on all kinds of uh, uh, things. Making sure you and your staff have the right equipment is essential to encouraging productivity. It's likely most of your staff will be working from laptops, which can be a back killer. So accessories like monitor or laptop risers or ergonomic chair can make a big difference. Ask your team what they need. 40% of workers surveyed say that their employers are compensating them for at least some workspace equipment. Embrace virtual communication is the other thing. Obviously, safer-at-home work policies cut down on the number of meetings that workers have. But while nearly 40% of employees say they're attending fewer meetings, over 50% say they're sending more emails and talking more on the phone. This has improved communication for great many workers. And some other ways to encourage team communication uh, hold virtual hangouts. Catch up with your team by scheduling video conferences. Carve out some time for personal talk during these meetings. So many people are missing the personal relationships they have with coworkers. Hang out a, at a virtual water cooler. You can expand on that idea by starting a dedicated chat channel or a video conference line that's live all day. Employees can pop in and out of those channels as time permits. Create virtual challenges. Challenge your team to post photos of their pets. Share their best work-from-home tips or collaborate on a team playlist. Participating in virtual communications can foster team morale and ward off feelings of disconnection or loneliness. Stay healthy. Working from home during the coronavirus comes with its share of challenges. Employees feel burned out, uh, at least a third of them, and, and many of them say sleep patterns are disrupted. So here's a couple of quick tips to stay healthy. Go outside. Just a short walk and refresh your brain. Get your blood pumping. A friend of mine jumps rope for 10 minutes every afternoon. Uh, a quick-paced half-hour walk every morning can make a world of difference. Another does a 10-minute ab workout. Both of those, all those people say it helps them stay positive and focused. Deep breathing helps throughout all of that. Also, talk about the future of work. Many states are letting people come back to offices. However, a lot of employers decided to maintain virtual working for several more months, at least. The survey that I mentioned shows 30% of workers think their employees will be more open to work-from-home options once safer-from-home policies are lifted. And many business experts predict the future of remote work is now. So if you're thinking of becoming a virtual business permanently, it can save a fair amount of money spent on overhead. The survey shows at least some members of your staff might be a little reluctant to make the switch while others will embrace it. The only way you can know you're the boss is talk to them. So with that all said, um, I hope that uh, you will listen in as we return. And, and um, we're going to be um, listening to some information about how to really deal with this virus. You've been listening to Business Works. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.